Hi, this is Zach Hoffman, CEO of Exults. You're probably here because you want to learn more about planning a programming or slash development project. So I'm going to give you seven tips that I've developed over my years of experience in the business and what we've seen to lead to successful programming and development projects. Of course, we can't cover everything you need to know in just one episode, but here are some things you definitely need to know when you're really looking at investing in a programming slash development project and why you should be doing it today. Tip number one. First off, when you're looking at a development project and programming, realize it's the tools of today. What we mean by the tools of today, it's as revolutionary to a business or anyone in general as literally inventing the hammer, the wheel. These are all key inventions that literally moved generations, decades of technology, decades of just innovation from a human perspective, from what somebody was trying to accomplish and the actual end goal. So when we're suggesting that these are the tools of today, as important as a hammer, when you're trying to do construction or build something, it literally can take any process that you have in your business that may be taking you 30 minutes, two hours, or projects that are left up to people. And you're dependent on people to see these projects through and you have a system to get it done, but without the manpower behind it, the project doesn't get done. Well, in today's world, there's such available resources and open source technologies to build the tools of today that could literally move an agenda for a business from point A to point B with minimal human intervention. Now, when building for this though, understand there's a lot of planning that has to go into this. You have to look at the timelines, the dollars that you have to commit, as well as the tolerance to be going through second, third, fourth phase phases and or rounds, meaning you're gonna be focused on incremental goals of change so you start to hit goals, empowering your team to see just how much leverage these tools and programming adds to your business that you have these buy-ins to move the business into phase two, phase three, and really build the tools of the future for your business. Tip number two. For tip two, we have how it's going to affect the business. We've done this numerous times over for various clients and every client has had a different goal or a different task that they were trying to accomplish. But some of the outcomes that we've seen and just the benefits in general, you're able to spend more time focused on potentially selling a client rather than inputting orders. We've found customers come to us where they literally have orders of thousands of items from one particular customer, but because they're stuck manually entering the data for the PO and their invoicing systems or into their processing system, their team gets bogged down with the minutia of actually just inputting data versus looking at data to say, hey, our client and customer could probably use X if they're already buying Y and vice versa. So we found that from eliminating minutia and, and simple tasks, people can spend more time solving challenges, solving issues and, and looking into problems. Also, another huge benefit we found is it reduces hours on tasks. So not only will you immediately see an improvement in the amount of time it takes to complete a task on your first round of completing your project and getting your, your programming in place, you're going to see that the hours are just basically reduced across the board. And as you're continuing to use this tool, you're gonna look for more ways to make it more efficient and make it work faster, have higher speed, which will continue with time improvements as well as operational improvements. 
Tip number three, another huge benefit of starting to program and, and develop software is that you're going to look at procedures as a whole. And then as you're stating and outlining specific procedures you have to do, you're going to start to look for ways to simplify the procedures because as you could eliminate potential steps or tasks from the procedure, it's going to allow for more efficient programming as well as more efficient operation on your end and time resources needed to actually accomplish what you've ha been having to do in the past. So once again, how it affects the business, it affects the business in such great ways from a, both a resource constraint as well as an upside benefit to what you could be doing from a sales perspective. Tip number four. Now, another tip is when you're looking at timelines going into a programming and development project. The biggest thing that you have to realize is you can never have enough time, meaning there's you, you, once you start programming and developing software, you're going to be working on it for the foreseeable future. If you work with the right partner and you start to accomplish your goals and tasks, your timeline is basically gonna be infinite. You're gonna to continue to budget for programming and development work year after year after year because you're going to see incremental improvements in operation and increases in sales as a result. When it comes to a timeline, you need to give yourself clear scope. So you need to budget time to establish a clear scope of work and what you're going to be doing. Then you're gonna to have to go to market and find a partner that jives with your scope as well as can come in at a number that, that is within your resources available to do the actual project. So you need to account for then the scoping and finding the right partner to work on the project. Then once you onboard the partner, there's going to be steps that you're going to have to take to gather the right assets, the control of the information that you're going to need to accomplish your goals. Then you need to find a partner to get the project going. Once you've established a partner, it would be good to establish milestones throughout the project. So you could check in on the work and make sure that the project is getting done or that you're seeing demos and actual mock-ups of what's actually being performed. Even the ability to go into a raw interface and potentially engage in, in some of the tasks that, in, that you are looking to have programmed are key. We've spoken to a number of opportunities and consumers that essentially have waited out an entire timeline, never had any milestones established throughout the project, and then waited a very long time to find out they had nothing. So establishing milestones with your partner as well as just check-in points is really key to having a successful project. And then your timeline is gonna go into launch. So you're gonna to want to be testing and enhancing the platform. Uh, hopefully the partner does a lot of testing and bug troubling before they actually hand off the finished programming and development project to you. But you're going to want to troubleshoot it yourself and then go into launch, watch for feedback, hear your customers' feedback, and build that into your next phase. Tip number five. Now we're gonna go into the next tip and how to plan and what to look for when planning. How to plan, you need to work with a partner and potentially might need to pay a retainer for somebody that has experience to scope out the project for you or assist you in writing a proper plan. And really what to look for in planning is some other things when, when you're developing and programming, you're going to need data partners that provide information via API or CSV or particular databases and spreadsheets so that you can implement what you are looking to solve and getting the data in is going to be a, a key point, a key portion of the planning to make sure that your data entry uh, is automated and the data that you're trying to import is coming from a partner that can push it into your software so that it allows it to flow seamlessly. Tip number six. Now, 
I'm going to move on to expectations. The reason I talk about expectations is I like to state it early and upfront that you're going to fall in love with your programming and development project if it's done through the right partners and you actually reach your goals, that your expectation should be you reach that milestone, you exult in accomplishing what you're trying to do. And now you're going to look to continue to build into phase two, phase three, phase four, and continue building up this project because programming and development are becoming the modern day tools and factory of, of businesses today and why you see some of the largest companies in the world right now are all digital based. A lot of their infrastructure is focused on, on programming and op operational efficiencies to get their businesses to the next level. And there's a lot of ways for small and medium sized businesses to start to get involved in this resource investment and to build your own program programmatic business advantage in today's marketplace. Now, programming projects are resource intensive from a time perspective a dollar perspective, and then a data partner perspective and just partners as a whole. When you're looking at the resources that you're going to have to be putting in, it's going to take time from a planning perspective, time to demo the actual project, and essentially time to dedicate to making sure that your partner is getting all the information and feedback from you to take it to the next level. And when, it's, when you're looking at resources, dollars and investment are always a critical decision-making point. But you shouldn't really cut yourself short when you're doing programming and development and understand with the right partners, the dollars and investment into these resources, it might be significant, uh, but realize the output is going to reduce costs and increase revenue over the long term. Then another area when I'm talking about resources is once again, your data partners. I can't emphasize this enough, whether you're using an API or a data push of products from a manufacturer, these key components are, are really critical resources to a successful programming project. My last tip is always be improving and eyeing future phases. So always look ahead, look at what you've already accomplished. And if you're reaching toward your goal, rather than what, you know, is, is an industry term scope creep, uh, trying to compile more tasks and milestones into an initial phase, we highly recommend against this uh, because it's going to stand in your way of, of the future phases. So you want to lock down that that first phase. And then once again, look at always be improving, always be eyeing the future. So essentially, if you have great ideas during that first phase, you might want to just table them to build into the future phase. And your phases may build upon another as you're going through that initial phase. Uh, but like we said, this is going to be a resource intensive project from a time perspective as well as a dollar perspective. So get that deliverable, start to gain from the operational efficiencies, increase your revenue, reduce your costs, and then start to move into phase two. Thanks for checking out these seven tips on making the most of your programming and development projects. But reaching initial milestones won't do much for your success if you don't bring them to market. So make sure you check out our podcast about more ways to improve your business. And of course, reach out at any time for more tips at zach.hoffman at exults.com. As well, if you also have a project that you want to discuss in general, feel free to reach out. Thank you.